Welcome back to Strictly Footy Lads. Cheeky Sunday pod. I know it's out late, but I mean, at least you have something to something to listen to on the way to work. Monday morning. Panthers review. I reckon it's the perfect time to do it with the news that Jerome Luai at least looks like he's going to be on the outer. I'm pretty sure it's 99% confirmed by now. But uh, without further ado, Tom, how are we doing? I'm cheering. Uh, after the uh, last couple of days, we uh, the Tigers look a lot stronger. Uh, it's, it's a lot of money that's been thrown around, but I mean we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about the Panthers. And to be honest, I think they're in a pretty pretty good position for this year once again, even though they are going to lose a few troops. Mate, I don't know. I, I can't see them in the next like five years at least being in a bad position in any of the seasons, mm. unless something astronomically goes wrong. Yeah. Then they're going to be in a good spot for for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Um, you know, I think... They just keep pumping people through the junior system, to be honest. Um, keep bringing them out every year. There's a new debut every year. There seems to be a new star uh, who comes onto the scene. So I think, yeah, the, they are losing quite a few people. Um, but at the end of the day, I think they're definitely figuring out how to replace them and re- retool every single year. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it's pretty much a recipe for success in the salary cap era because like, you can't keep everyone. That's yeah. the thing. You gotta you gotta pick like three or four guys that are gonna take you through through that dynasty, and then the rest like they they're gonna leave for bigger money, and you're gonna have to have a junior system to come through and uh, help with that. So I mean, they've basically got all of anything west of Sydney. It's almost just all Penrith land, all yeah. the way out to like Bathurst. It's it's crazy. So there's a massive talent pool over there. So I don't see it any anytime soon. Like I said. All right, well, let's jump into season expectations. Um, I think I don't think either of us had them winning the minor premiership from memory. I know I had the Roosters, I think, or the Bunnies. Oh, I think you had the Bunnies, I had the Roosters. Yeah. But I had them winning the comp. Yeah, I didn't. I think I had the Roosters winning the comp. At the start of the year? Yeah. No, I think I had Roosters minor premiership, and I think I had Bunnies winning the comp. Yeah, okay. Fair call. And to be fair, after trials, after World Club Challenge and that, I feel like a lot of people underestimated how good Penrith were going to be coming into this season. Yeah. They'd lost a few names, Kikau, Coruscant, these type of guys. And people were just saying they don't look the same without them. Mm. And to be fair, at the start of the season, they didn't. So I can understand where that's coming from, but now that I look back on it, they were always going to hit form. Yeah, well, they did. They definitely struggled early on in the season. A very slow start. Um, obviously, like you just said, St. Helens, Broncos, both losses. Even in their wins, they didn't look very good. Broncos um, without Walsh as well. Yeah, I think they had a couple other injuries as well from memory. But um, Yeah, but then I think they had that one game against the Raiders where they put 50 past them and everyone kind of went, ah, oh, they're back. Yeah. And they just didn't look back from there. Like They were just unstoppable. Um, their attack was just clicking in every single way. They figured out a few different things um, that weren't working for them and they replaced them. I think that's around the time when Hosking came into the side. Yep. Um, and Garner was out. Yep. I think they figured out the Sony, the Sony Luke. Yeah, Sony Luke wasn't really wasn't working. working too much. Um, I just um, I just think, you know... There's one more. Taruva came into his own as well. I think he had a yeah. bit of a... He had a very bit of a hard start. time at the start of the year. Yeah. So, I think after all that, you know, Penrith figured out what was working, what wasn't working. And I think, yeah, as I said, they just hit the straps from there and they didn't look back, did they? They were just smashing everyone. Yeah. Except when they went to Bathurst. And lost to the Tigers in the wet. <laughs> Which of course uh, you got to bring that up. Uh, of course I got to bring that up. Are you dumb? <laughs> Are you dumb? Is that is that your favorite game of all time? Nah, the Cowboys one beats it. Nah, okay. The Cowboys okay, one beats cool. it. But um, look, I think I think Penrith are very well positioned again this year. I just think there was a lot of unknowns going in last year. Um, I just didn't think, you know, losing someone like Appy Corrissier. Yep. Losing such a big hooker, superstar hooker like that. You never really know how the spine of the team's going to function after that, and especially with Kenny being such a different player. Uh, we probably thought their attack would be a little bit stagnant at the start of the year, which it was. Yep. But after Kenny kind of found the, the way he had to play around clearing in the wide, yeah, yeah, that was it. And I also don't think we've seen, like we, d- we did this year, but the previous years we hadn't seen Penrith have 
like massive losses. Yeah, they had Burton the year before, but we'd seen that they'd be fine. They had been fine without Burton in previous seasons. Yep. Um, they had Tungall coming in, who was very good. Um, mm-hmm. I think May replaced Mansour. Uh, oh, I think you're right. No, it would have been Staines. Staines. Staines yeah, before. Right. It was Staines before May. Yep. But it was someone before Staines. Jennings. It was Jennings before Staines. It was yeah, Robert okay. Jennings. So, Matt Burton was really there in the loss before that. So, losing Kikau and Corrissia coming into the season, mm. I can understand why people were a little bit sceptical. Yeah. Mitch Kenny wasn't half the player he is like that we see him today. Yeah. Um, and then they replaced Kikau with Garner, who we, we never really knew how that was going to go. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, a lot of people were probably... They they probably thought a little bit too much of Garner. Now I thought I thought he was always going to be a good player, but people had him coming in and Penrith like maximizing him as a player and basically yep. saying he's going to be you know some some like he's going to magically transform for who he was at twenty seven years old. You know what I mean? So I thought he had a really good year. Obviously, he got picked in the grand final too, and I was happy for him to go out and win a premiership after uh, coming off a horrendous season with the Tigers, but. Um, yeah, you can't really replace Kikau's production in that team. Um, same as Appy, but you can change your play style slightly to accommodate for those yeah. losses, which is what they did, essentially. I don't think they played the same way at all. Um, you had Cleary playing both sides of the ruck towards the end of the season. Um, a lot more expansive this year, too. Uh, they used to try and roll teams through the middle, and then fourth, third or fourth, they'd try and strike out with Kikau on that edge with Burton. They didn't have that this year, obviously, um, and they didn't have Appy's creativity through the middle as well, which is where they had a lot of line breaks through yep. the middle part of the field. So they had to get a bit more expensive. There was a lot more pressure on Cleary and Lua, which teams definitely zeroed in on them on attack. And we saw that at the start of the year because they were struggling um, to put points on the board. But, um, yeah, I mean, overall, they won, they've won three comps in a row now, and there's really nothing... There's really nothing you can say that they do bad, like they do wrong. They yeah. don't do anything wrong. They get through all their sets, all their processes. They made one error in the grand final, I think. One error. Wow. And it didn't come till about the 70th minute, I don't think. Mitch that, Kenny dropped the ball. Yeah, that's think. crazy. So that's that's the key to Pembroke footy. They're just they're not conservative at all as well. They just are can they 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 move the football at a very safe pace at a very fine pace but the way they're structured is they're just a well-oiled machine they don't make mistakes they don't make mistakes on attack or defense mm-hmm. their defense is still outstanding and i think we thought their defense was going to drop off a little bit too um without Kikau being there and having such a inexperienced edge with you know you had like taruva then you had tungo and then you had so i think we were called yeah so i think we were kind of looking at that edge like maybe that's where teams gonna be running at Mm-hmm. Um, especially with Cleary coming off some surgery and stuff. But they didn't miss a beat. They no. didn't miss a beat. It took them a while to get going, but as as people say, you know, the start of the season is the start of the season. Like, you can have your... <laughs> Fuck, I just chopped the post-it note in half. Um, you can have your slow starts, everything like that, but um, yeah, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter where you are in round one if you're in the grand final come October. Yeah, and in hindsight, it was always going to be that situation. You lose Coruscant, replace him with Mitch Kenny, completely different styles of players. Replace Viliami Kikau with Luke Garner, completely mm. different style. They they were always going to have to change the way they played slightly to accommodate for them, like you said. Yeah. And I, I think that's all it was. I think it just took them a, a little bit of time to get used to it. Um, Mitch Kenny probably didn't create as much space as what Luai and Cleary were used to. Yeah. And yeah, therefore, the rest of the team... Struggled a little bit. I definitely think it had its effect on Dylan Edwards too. I thought he had a bit of a... Not a down year, but he wasn't as good as he was in 2022 and 23. His metres were still there, but it was just, you know, his his style of play, his impact. Yeah. And like we always say with metres, you got you got to see how they get those metres. Yeah. It's not always... And he takes a lot of tough carries, to be fair. He does. But he does make 30, 30 uncontested metres off every kick return. Yeah. And if you're playing against a team like, no offense, Tigers, Dragons, Bulldogs, who don't have the greatest kicking games in history, yep, you're going to be making easy meters. They're kicking straight down the middle of the field and there's no kick chase. So mm-hmm. you're going to be making easy meters. And especially with Penrith, the way they have people on the back foot, 
Yeah. They're like just belting it out of the 30 meter, 30 meter line, 40 meter line, trying to get as many meters as they can. They're not looking for a placement and stuff. They're just kicking it straight exactly. to the middle of the park. Players are tired because they've been playing Penrith the way they play. Yeah, they've been defending the for 40 minutes. Yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of uncontested kicks and Dylan Edwards and all the wingers too. Toto, I think Toto is a bit of a different case because he makes a ton of post-contact meters for a winger. But even Taruva, like I think... Um, very similar, yes. Very similar to Edwards in the way they get their meters. But Taruva does take a lot of... Look, they all take tough carries. After the, after the We're not saying turn. like, oh, they just get all their uncontested... Like, they do take very tough carries and yeah. they always take the f- first three runs of the set. But there's, but, but I reckon you could do that with a lot of teams. Yeah. So to cut you off, and that makes a similar amount of meters. If you went to each team, your fullback and your two wingers have to run the first three plays. They'd have a ton more meters than what they do. Yeah, but that's what I was gonna say. Like, it's just how Penrith play. Yeah, they, the way they play optimizes their wingers. It, it, it suits the way the wingers want to play it, and it, it really just assists them in gaining more and more meters every yep. set. All right, strengths and weaknesses. I mean, I don't really know where to start. Penrith weakness like I've got no weaknesses I've uh, just I, got none I, I don't see one I can't think of one I mean if we're talking about going into next year it's probably they don't have a solidified utility yeah um, they got options for it star but... power maybe is just a bit gone but, is it though well if you're comparing Stephen Crichton to Taylor May then yeah okay so, so they've taken a few hits t- but, but we're talking about this season like obviously we're talking yeah. about 2023 like, the slow start was the worst part, but that's not a weakness. Like, a slow start isn't a weakness because they've never started slow. That was just yeah. an adjustment period. So, I don't think I don't think they have any weaknesses. You can't even say depth either. I, no. They have so many options. I have no idea what to put for them. Strengths. Yeah. Strengths. I mean, I'm going to start with defense. It, it, okay, uh, let's, let's do it this way. Okay. We're do, we've done strengths and weaknesses. We've established that they don't have a weakness, yeah. right? What isn't a strength of theirs? What do you reckon they just like do average? Because strengths, we could sit here all day and talk about all of their strengths. Yeah. Because it's just basically everything in football. Is there anything that isn't a strength but also isn't a weakness? And then we um, can just write everything else about footy yeah, down to right. a strength. Yeah. Um, I, I genuinely don't know. Yeah, it's a tough one. Do they even do anything average though? No. They're just that good. They've got to have something that's average, but they got to have something that's average. Their recruitment. But, but they don't need to recruit. But Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like They don't even need to recruit, so how could you even call it average? Um, well, I don't know. They don't need it, so it's, therefore it's not as good. Yeah, but the recruitment's <laughs> still good. Yeah, I know what you mean. Oh. Um, yeah. Great. Yeah, I got no idea. I can't actually tell so you. So we're just gonna say it. we're gonna put rugby league as a strength. I think so. I think sometimes their attack can flow in and out. All right, there we go. There you go. Just Done. but it's not. Penis but it's not fans. sometimes. It's about ten percent of the time. Yeah. But against the top. All right. Wet weather footy. <laughs> wet weather. Wet weather footy. But that. But that's a fact. Right, that's a fact. They played like three wet weather games this year and they weren't good. They could still win them, but they All weren't right. good. Tigers. Tigers is the most memorable one, but they uh, would have played uh, a couple yeah, more. Yeah, they they would have. Yeah, um, I, I don't remember. I remember the Tigers one, of course I do. But yeah, what about playing against Parramatta? <laughs> That's a yeah. weakness. They can't beat Parra for some reason. I mean, twenty-two grand final. Yeah, well, that kind of rules my point out. All right. Well, anyway, <laughs> what do the Panthers do elite? Everything. <laughs> Genuinely, no, yeah, I know. Their defense, their attack, their ability to grind games out, their ability to put teams to the sword when they have to. Mm. Um, in the clutch, they're pretty good. Kicking they game, good? they're very good. Yeah, junior system's very good. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know where we else don't have a weakness. Really go. We don't have a weakness. We have a ton of strengths. That's that's it. They literally have no weaknesses. No weaknesses. I can't think of one. Yeah, neither. They're too good, so therefore they can't retain players. Yeah. It's not even a weakness. But like, like, bro, it's just nuts to me. Like, their team is so good everywhere on the park. 
ever on the park. Mm-hmm. Their team is just nuts. Only weakness they have is they probably don't have a, the greatest hooker rotation. The, and their stadium sucks. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Get a good atmosphere though, so does it really matter? I upgrade your stadium. Well, they they've already got money in the bank to do that. I'm gonna just leave it. Oh, but then then they wouldn't be able to host a home final, mate. Because there'd be cranes in the background. Yeah. Isn't that like the Sharks? Yeah, that's what, that's what, that's exactly what I'm alluding to. They're trying to upgrade their stadium. Yeah, you can't do that. Not good for the no, brand. No so. home grand final, mate. Not good for the brand. All right. Uh, I, I think we may as well just move on to awards. We have to, yeah. We can't sit here talking about how they have no weaknesses for another 10 minutes. <laughs> MVP, Nathan uh, Cleary. Yeah, Nathan Cleary. Now, he, didn't, he, he, he missed a fair few games. But, yeah, but do you see where he finished on the Daly M ladder? I think he was like sixth. If I can pull that up, I'll tell you exactly where he finished. But he missed like five or six games. He was higher than sixth. He missed a lot of games because he did his hammy and then played. Yeah, played oh, he missed Origin. like eight weeks, didn't he? Yeah. He missed quite a bit and then they rested him a few games. Like, yeah. He probably played 17 games. He finished. Fifth. Finished fifth. Is it the same games he played? Um, no. I can tell you, though. All right, cool. So, I, I, I think it was, it'd be something like 17. Which Adam, Fanua, Adam Fanua Blake finished seventh. Yeah. Pro, if wow. a prop scores a try, he gets, three, he gets six points. That's it. Wow. He went on try scoring runs, so he just racked up points. Dylan... Because I haven't seen this in totality. So, Dylan Edwards was eighth. Harry Grant, sixth. Wild. Anyway. Nico Hines, third. Yeah, because the Daly M system is flawed. We'll get onto that. <sighs> we'll get into it another time. Get into it another time. But anyway, Nathan Cleary, MVP. I think it's there's, pretty there's, obvious. There's he's the best player in the game. Yeah. By, easily. I don't think anyone rivals him. Except Jerome Lewi from 2025. But okay. yeah, apart from him. Cool. Most improved. Um, most improved. He played twenty-two games. I don't know if that's twenty-two. Yeah. What? Oh no, here. Because they've got the four finals games, so I think he played eighteen. Ah, oh, okay. Yep. Cool. So he played round one. He missed round fourteen to twenty-one. Yeah. So he would have. He would have only played like eighteen or so. Yeah. Exactly. All right. One most improved is Scott Sorensen. So is mine. Ooh. I, I mean, it's, not, it's yeah. not really a ooh, no, is it? He was. No. Like, he we was. just go with the same people. Yeah. That's all. That's why I went ooh. But, uh, yeah, he came from being a be- like general bench player, like served his role to yeah. being almost a star second row at this point. Yeah. I like, Was he on a – would he be on an all-NRL team? If there was three, um, I think there would be. I think he would be. You reckon? Yeah. I would have Liam Martin above him. Oh yeah. So I'd probably have. Is that is that game against the Roosters where he really broke out? I yeah. think there was a bunch of injuries and he finally started. He went nuts. He went nuts and they just kept him there. Yeah. And it kind of forced Hosking out of the team. Yeah, it did do. It did too because Hosking came in and he was killing it. But they didn't want Hosking to come off the bench. Yeah. And Sorensen was just playing too good to drop. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think Sorensen is a is a much improved player. Or maybe he always had this in them. Yeah, that's we the just thing, didn't like really. You, you never know until you're given the opportunity. You know? Yeah, because Liam Martin and uh, he played a lot of middle minutes coming mm. off the bench. Because Liam Martin and Kickout were playing, yeah, major minutes. So yeah, he got the chance, took it with both hands. I like that. Um, yeah, with Sorensen, like I think. He had a run where he was just scoring or setting up tries like week in, week out, running over 150 metres. Yep. Nuts amounts of line breaks. Like, who was putting him through those holes? Luai. Thank you. Um, nah, we don't We have to talk about that. No one wants to talk about that. What? Like, nah, Luai does just nothing with yeah, him. He's trash. He's trashed. He's who, who passed away the ball? I bet it was Cleary, eh? Yeah. I bet Cleary threw it from the right side of the field. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he passed it to Liam Martin, who passed it to Yo. Yeah, 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 pass it to yeah. Fisher Harris, who passed it to Luai, who then put Sorensen yeah. through a hole. So yeah. who really started it? Yeah, Luai did nothing. Exactly. Um, 
but yeah, I think Sorensen's just such a dynamic back rower. He's such a great hole runner, and he was a perfect match for that edge. He's exactly what they needed. A bit of an old head to kind of shore up that defense. I think that's why his why his impact was so noticed, just because Luke Garner wasn't really firing out there. Um, but yeah, I thought he was definitely the most improved if you consider where he was twelve months ago. Yep, hundred percent agree. Breakout, breakout. I went to Ruva. I went to Ruva. Here we go. This could be the one. This could. It could be. This could be the one. We all haven't. Right. We haven't. We haven't had all the same all year, have we? No. In any of these, I we think we had. Not. I think we had the Broncos, and it got up to, um, breakout maybe or something disappointing. I said the, it was the same said, first. We both had Corey's, but you had Oates and I had Jensen. Oh yeah. Alright. So, so to Ruva, I mean. I mean, there was rumours at the start of the year that they were going to play Jesse McLean instead of him. There was rumours um, at the start of the year that the Tigers had signed him. Wow. There was okay. an article saying that... I know, I know he had a few him. good games for Fiji, but when he when he did play those one or two games for Penrith in 22, I wasn't too impressed with him, so I wasn't convinced mm. that he was going to be um, playing there, especially because Taylor May was back. It was only after Taylor May did his ACL, ACL. Yeah. that um, this whole thing happened. But yeah, now Taylor's been pushed to the centres. Tarubas kept his spot on the wing. I think he just played kind of the perfect Penrith winger role, really. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm i with that. I think, was he rookie of the year? I don't know. No, I don't think he was, but... Can you give it to a winger? Unless they score like 20 plus tries. Yeah, I don't know. But, but, but as you were saying, like, his meterage was nuts. And week in, week out, he was very consistent. Very sound defensively, too, for a yep. first-year winger. Um, very good under a high ball for a smaller player. Barely made any mistakes. Like you said, he was just like he fit, he fit like a glove in that Penrith team. And yep. I thought like he really put his name on the map, especially towards the end of the year. Um, really put his name on the map as like one of those star wingers in the comp. And I just think he's going to keep getting better every single year. Penrith have to retain him though. He's off contract. This is his last yeah, year. Yeah, look, I don't know that they will. So it'd be very interesting to see what happens. We can talk. Him. We can talk about that later. Yeah. When we, when we get to targets. Yeah. And re-signings, most disappointing player. I had to, I had to think between two. Who are you two? Sony Luke. Yep. And Luke Garner. I went, I went Sony Luke. I went Sony Luke. Let's too. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I was gonna go Luke Garner, but he start he, he played in the grand final, and he put in a couple shifts uh, to center where he's actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, look, I. But I'm talking like I watched Luke Garner, right? Yeah. Twenty twenty two. I knew the player he was. So for me to see him play a bit of an elevated game at Penrith, but pretty much on the same pace, it see, wasn't it wasn't disappointing. I to me. I really thought that Garner was going to be good. At the, well, he was, I won't say he was terrible. But he just didn't fit into the team. I thought he was going to fit really well into the yeah. Penrith system. He's always a good line runner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was never sure about him defensively, but I thought Penrith would really open him up. But yep. uh, yeah, he lost that spot, and when. Players like that, where you're expecting them to have a decent year, lose their spot. You kind of go, yeah, okay, it's a pretty disappointing season. Sonny Luke, I feel like it's a bit harsh because I feel like I had... We like probably had too high expectations. Much higher expectations than what other people did. Yeah. Just based off his... Literally alone, just his cup stats from last year. Mm. Like 20, 22 tries or whatever he it was a couple, from Hooker. He debuted in 2022 too he looked actually really mm-hmm. good and you know what Penrith's attack at the start of the season when he came on actually was nuts very his very his first good. game was outstanding yes. against the Broncos mm-hmm. and then he just never really got the chance to come on he'd only played 10 minutes at the end of the game yeah like yeah and in the end he, he lost his spot because I don't think Penrith Cause Cogger, were comfortable enough Cogger came in yeah Cogger came in but I don't think Penrith were comfortable enough Playing yep. him in the finals. And if it wasn't Cogger, I think it would have been PG. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, I went Sony Luke for most disappointing. I agree, yeah. Uh, underrated. This is the big one. It is. I went none other. I, don't know, I have an agenda for this guy. I, lo- I really like him. Yeah. I went Lindsay Smith. I went Tyron PG. Oh! Did you consider close. Lindsay Smith? No. Oh, okay. I considered PG. I considered him for breakout. I consider Peachy. All right. I think Lindsay Smith is... I don't know if he's underrated, though. I think a lot of people recognize how good he is. Oh, I don't know. I, I think he's... 
I think he could be a starting level prop. Now, not yeah. on the Penrith Panthers because they've got, obviously, Leoto and Fisher-Harris. Yeah. But I think on a lot of other teams, Lindsay Smith could be a starter very easily. Yeah. And know. that was his first season? Yeah. Rookie season. Yeah. He's... Yeah. He'll be very good for them. Yeah. Well, I don't think a lot of people expected him to be as good as he was. Like, even just outside of coming into, like, first grade this year. I don't he, think anyone expected him to debut at the start of the year. No one was really talking he, about yeah, him. Yeah, he's not... I don't think he's really highly touted coming through mm. the junior systems. Like, of course, they sign him on development contracts. That means he's somewhat decent. Yeah. But I don't think anyone expected him to... I'd say he's one of the better bench players this year. Oh, yeah, for sure. His impact was, like, immediate yeah. from his debut. I think everyone saw how good he was. He did score a couple tries, too. Um, and he just... He was like more of that longevity. He could play a bigger role off the bench than Lenu. Yep. Lenu was more of the impact player. He was more of the the steadying, like it would steady the ship off the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think a lot of people recognise just like how good he was. There's a lot of games where him coming on actually had put Penrith in a better position than they were. Like they bring him on for some fresh legs, and he just kickstart the attack. There would be like they they go through a slow twenty minute period. Lindsay Smith and Lenu would come on. And explode, and they put eight and twenty points on. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, Peachy. Peachy signed for the Panthers. We swapped him for Staines, and I remember saying, "Oh, are you kidding me? How have we not won this trade?" Like Peachy, he was horrendous for us. Like honestly, he was so bad. Like that's what I was saying. You're just playing him in the wrong position. Well, evidently. Well, I don't know if we were, but anyway. <laughs> um. He comes out this year and looks like an origin-level centre. Um, and I know a lot of people had said, like, oh, Peachy, man, what, what, how good has he been? But I don't think people understood how good he was. Like, oh, yeah, before... He was putting up, like, LeBron stats, bro. <laughs> putting up, like, like, some superstar and stats. And Penrith before that. He was a very good player. Yes. He's played origin, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He, is, he was outstanding this year. And I think, like, that's the thing. When, when they were losing, when Tungo went out, especially yeah. for that extended period of time. I think people were like, they might miss a little bit of a beat on that left edge, bringing Peachy in. Nah. And I don't even think people were calling for Peachy to be the first person in. A lot of people were saying Jenkins. We were saying Jenkins. Some people were saying Cole. Yep. Some people were saying McLean might come in. Mm-hmm. Peachy came in and did an absolute outstanding Very job. good. They didn't miss a beat. In fact, they were probably even better. Yeah. There was a few times, I must say, he was a bit selfish. But that was kind of towards the start. He was probably just kind of looking to get his name on the team sheet every week. Yeah. But, but no, yeah, yeah I agree with you. I thought he was very good. He was amazing. All right. 2024 for we the haven't done. We haven't done... We're, we're not done, mate. No, all right. Can't continue going. Exceeded and disappointed. Oh, I've been through most of mine already just from the... So I had... Things. So I had Sonny Luke and Luke gone as my disappointer. That's it. Yeah, I only had... Sonny Luke. Okay. He's a disappointing player. Uh, I've obviously had Tyrone Peachy, uh, Lindsay Smith, Scott Sorensen. Yep. We didn't touch on Hosking. Yeah. Put himself into origin contention for a little bit. Like, he was that good. Did he? I thought so. I thought he was outstanding. Okay. All right. Like, uh, we were saying you accommodate him by moving Lee Martin to the left. Like, he's yeah. been that good. And then he just disappeared. Yeah. Fair call. Um, and for the value they got him at, I mean, we, I I had said before the season, I think Hosking will end up starting. I remember when we were talking yeah, about Luke did. Garner and Hosking, you I did. was like, I'd be starting Hosking. You're high on him after Brisbane. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure. So, and he backed it up. I didn't that. really remember most of his yeah. games at Brisbane. So, but he backed it up as soon as he came out. Um, and then just defensively just, as well. Yeah, defensively, he was rock solid. Um, I also had Mitch Kenny. As exceeded expectations, yep, definitely slow start to the year, but um after that, he was he was great. He did exactly what he needed to do. He, now he wasn't out like he wasn't a standout player every game. Like he wouldn't be like, "There's Mitch Kenny, like look at that play." But he just let the play flow and just yep. played how he needed to. Um, and grand final hero, Jack Hogger. Yeah. As much as much as I'm keen on bringing Luai over, I think him going off for Cogger was one of the greater things. Yep. That happened. Now, I actually saw a press conference the other day of Kevin Walters after the grand final, and he said Jerome Luai is the reason Penrith won that grand final because we just had to game plan all around him. And I was like, what? 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 Yeah. 
in 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 the you gotta show me this. I'll, I'll show you after because I won't be able to find it yet. But um, yeah, he basically said we had to game plan around Jerome Luai, and he pretty much lost this grand final because we just had no idea what to do for him. But I'll show you after. I'll show you after. I saw it. He like went off. They, they were smashing yeah, him, and then he went off. And I know. And I don't, I don't know whether, but I, but like I saw a press conference. And was he joking? Nah. Wait, I, I think Luai's like too overhated. But how did Luai win them that grand final? Yeah, I'm not sure, mate. Is it because they planned for Luai? Then he went off, so they had no idea what to do after that. Yeah. They're like, our game plan's for Luai. He's gone. Yeah, I think that's kind of what he meant. But I'm not sure if it was taken out of context. Uh, yeah, I've got no idea. Anyway. But yeah, Jack Cogger. He oh, was amazing. What? I want to throw Leota in there. Yep. You uh, weren't very high on Leota. Yeah, something. coming into 2023, I thought he was one of the most more overrated props in the comp. Mm. Didn't understand his impact until until now. So I think I think Leota was, outside of Clue's 20 minutes, the best player in the... Oh, and Mam was the best player in the grand final. And Payne Haas. I reckon Leota would have been close. I don't know. I'd probably take big pain. Anyway, grand final's done dusted. Who cares? Um, but yeah, with Cogger, like, just when Cleary went out with his hamstring injury, people were kind of like, oh, how are the Panthers going to go? They had a couple tough games coming up too. Um, but they ended up pumping everyone. Yeah. And they didn't miss a beat. Cogger was outstanding. And earned himself a big deal at Knights. So... I think they did jump the gun a little bit by signing him after they saw what happened with Tyson Gamble, but I don't know if you listened to the bloke, uh, bloke in a bar podcast the other day with Tyson Gamble. Yeah, I did. Yeah, and he's just talking about like healthy competition, having Cogger yeah. there. So it is. he's just going to be a good move for the Knights too, and I think the Panthers actually miss him, but obviously they've brought him in place to try and fill that Jack Cogger hole. Yep. All right, now we can move on to the 2024 preview. Um, now... We may as well start with gains and losses, I guess. Gains and losses. Now, there are quite a few. They had, they're going to have a big roster turnover every year. Uh, but let's start with the gains. Paul Alamotti from the Bulldogs on a one-year deal. Uh, Dane Laurie from the Tigers on a one-year deal. Riley Price from the Cowboys on a two-year deal. And Brad Schneider from the Super League on a two-year deal. Yeah, let's just... Uh, basically, just young guys who I think they think that they can like turn their careers around. Mm. Guys that they see that have potential that they think could fit well into the Penrith system and they could maximise their performance because all these guys have have pretty good potential. Well, Dane Laurie is a very interesting one to me. Um, I think he's got potential. So do I, but I think he's a six. Yeah, me too. Uh, Alamotti, I have no idea why Canberra have uh, have just given up on him. Yeah. Uh, I think he could be very good in a Penrith system. I don't know where he's going to get a shot. But I think he'd be good in the system. Riley Price as well as another guy with potential. Haven't seen much of him. Uh, and Brad Schneider just... I mean, it was kind of just thrown into that Raiders team. It was expected to... And I thought he wasn't too bad. Into, yeah, but he's just expected to come into his own straight away. And yeah. Yeah, he went off to the Super League. Says it was the best thing he's ever done in his career. So... Well, let's see how he comes in. Because I think they've brought him in. I think each of these players have been brought in to fill a specific role. Yep. Like you talk about Dane Laurie, he's he's coming in to just be that backup one, six. But I think they're planning for this Luai thing and I think he's that plan. I think he he is who they're looking at as in Oh, okay. If we lose Luai this year, I have a feeling Dane Laurie is gonna Because if you think about it, right, last year when Cleary yeah, and Luai no, went out I haven't thought about it that Cleary and Luai went out, it was Cogger six a uh, Cogger seven. And who did they have at six? Was it Jack Cole? No. It was when Luai and Cleary were out. Wasn't it over origin period? It wasn't Falls, was it? No. No, it wouldn't have been Falls. So it was... I'll go back and have a look and see if I can find it. Oh, so it was Cogger and... Did they, did they miss a game or did Penrith have a buy and then they brought him back? I think they must have had a buy. They must have I had a buy. remember this. They must have had a buy. Because I, like, I don't even remember them having a backup six. Because it was just... It, was it would have like, been Falls, I'm sure, if they had to. But was was Falls even signed for last year? Yeah. Alright, yeah, so was. when was when was Origin round? 13, 16, 19. Uh, they didn't play in 13, so there's yeah, a start. Okay. This game was obviously... Um, 
the injury. So Cogger probably would have just came in. Yep. Yep. So what happened around 19? Bye. Uh, well, Cleary still would have been injured, correct? Yeah. Was so it 16 was or 19? Uh, no, 19, Luai didn't play Origin. So you can only check 16, really. Salmon. Jamin Salmon. Forgot so that's what I'm that. saying, right? They lost Salmon. Yeah. Right, so my, my thing about Laurie is, is it stands. Right, they lost Salmon, who was their backup six. Uh, this bloke's about to sneeze or yawn or something. Um, they lost their backup six in Salmon. And I think they are blood and Laurie to kind of be that next option. Because a lot of people are talking about Cole. I think Laurie suits this system a bit better. I don't um, hate it. I don't hate it. Alamotti, I didn't think about it too much. Yeah. But I didn't... Uh, yeah. Alamotti, to me, looks like the Jenkins replacement. Yeah. Just as a bit of a depth outside back. But apparently he's going to be coming off the bench as a forward, which I don't believe at all. Yeah, um, thanks, Guru. I don't believe that at all. Uh, Brad Can Schneider, you imagine? He's got that build. Well, Alamotti. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Riley Price is coming in more of just a just a depth forward, I think. With Lenyu going, he's probably the next project. Yeah. Um, and he's coming in probably just to fill that spot as they elevate, like, the Liam Henrys and Lindsay Smiths. He just comes in to be one of those other young project forwards. Yep. And Shine is obviously the Cogger replacement. Mm-hmm. Another half come from the Super League who struggled at his previous club, bringing him back, giving him another shot. I actually, I think he'll be really good too. I think he'll be really good. Um. Now, speaking of Jack Cogger, obviously he's gone to the Newcastle Knights. Uh, Stephen Crichton off to the Bulldogs. Tom Jenkins also to the Knights. Spencer Lenu off to the Roosters. And Jamin Salmon has also joined the Bulldogs. Decent loss list. Very decent loss list. All all featured in first grade this year. All of them are solid players as well in their own respects. Like Tom Jenkins, good young prospect. Cogger was brilliant in the mm. grand final. Was a good backup half. Stephen Crichton, we obviously know what he can do. Yeah. Spencer Lenu, we know what he does. Great bench forward. Jamin Salmon really came into his own this year, I feel like. So, yep. yeah. There's not a single player there who you just go, oh, that was only depth. That was only, like, oh, he's only just there to be a backup for a little bit. Yeah. Like, they were all there competing for spots or, like, going to be there in the future. Yeah. I I, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, um you got anything else to add? Looking at the off-contract players. Yes, that's what I have my eyes on. Paul Alamotti, so he's on a one-year deal. Yep, so is Dan, Dan Laurie. also on a one-year deal. Taylor May? Yep. Oh, okay, I've just I've just skipped a bunch of names thinking there were no ones. But anyway, Hosking's gone. Garner, Mitch Kenny, Well, Hosking hasn't been confirmed yet, has he? It, it looks it's very like close. Not, it's like Luai to Tigers right now, I reckon. Yeah, right, okay. Uh, Luai... Taylor May, Tyrant Peachy, um, Luke Somerton, and Suni Taruva. Mm. I think they're going to struggle to keep a lot of these guys. I feel I think they're going to keep Mitch Kenny, and I think if they do keep Dane Laurie, it'll be on. Pennies. Oh, sorry to interrupt. Any NBA fans out there? Keegan Murray just went twelve of thirteen from three. Who? Keegan Murray. Yeah. From the mate. Kings. Just shot twelve of thirteen from three. 12 of 13 from three. Are you serious? Anyway, continue. Sorry. That's just nuts. Oh, I was just saying, I think that they could... Um... Shay Gilgis Alexander just hit a game winner too. Maybe we'll just transition <laughs> to NBA podcast. Yeah, right. Celtics for the win. 12 of 13 from three. Oh, no. It's just updated. 12 of 15. He was going for that record, baby. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Back to rugby league. I think they'll keep Mitch Kenny. I think that they will keep some of these other guys on absolute pennies. I think they may struggle to keep Peachy. They may struggle to keep uh, Taylor May. They may struggle to keep Sudi Taruba. Oh, my days. Here we go again. Yes. He NBA. Was tw- he was 12 of 13 at the end of the third quarter. He had 45 points going into the fourth quarter. Were they smashing them? So he just got pulled in garbage time? They pulled him. They didn't even let him go for the record. Are you serious? So he... They put him back in with two minutes to go. That's crazy. He would have held the record. <laughs> what did sure. this guy say? 
Mike Brown being fired for being such an idiot, not giving Keegan Murray the last minute to score 50 points. I hate this coach. How are you going to take just, him out? Not even just 50, not even just 50 points. The three-point record. record. He only needs to hit two to tie it. And he's averaging four yeah. a quarter. Yeah. Right, oh, right. Sorry, anyway, right. Strictly, strictly hoops uh, continues as we go back to what we were talking about, which I can't remember. Yeah, no, the thing was the Celtics. Nah, I was talking about they're going to struggle to keep Tanner the Mason, Rivala, Tyron Perry, these type of guys. And honestly, I think they'll just look to our junior system. I think Jesse McLean comes up into first grade, and I think a lot of these other guys will as well. Mm. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. They, I think they need to prioritize Mitch Kenny the most. Out of those players? I well, mean, Lu- obviously, Luai's there, but... I think like, Taruva I think has to be priority. Assuming he's gone, I, I would go I'd go Mitch Kenny. Priority. I, I yeah, don't, true, because they pro- have got McLean. Yeah. I probably wouldn't... Wouldn't mess with the spine now, yeah. either. I think you'd re-sign your, your spine player. Yep. <sighs> I agree. I agree. Um... Let's talk about let's talk about some off season targets now that we're at this point in the podcast. Um, now I haven't really looked into this. I think re-signing Day and Laurie, regardless of how it goes this year, should be a priority. Yeah, um, but I don't think it'll be anything like massive. No, I I I think they're going to look pennies. Yeah, in my opinion, I think they're going to look towards the younger players like the Jack Coles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if if they, for example, Jerome Lewis signs with the Tigers, right? It's not done yet. Obviously, we know that. For example, he does, right? They look externally at a 5'8". Who do you bring in to best fit Nathan Cleary? Well, see, with my off-season targets, I've written down most of them are 5'8 options or yep. half options. Okay. For this reason, and that's if, like, your colours and that don't work out. Yeah. I know he's major, majorly a halfback. I've got Jonah Pezzett. Standard. As an option to play six. Standard. I have Dejan Arcee. Oh, yep. As an option that they could bring into play six. I think he's, he'd fit yep. the Penrith system nicely. And I don't know if you're going to like this one. Lockie Galvin. I knew that was coming. Did you actually? Yeah. I went Lockie Galvin. I don't... He's just behind a lot of halves now. If, if Assuming Luai signs... Uh, which yep. is what this scenario is. Yep. It's behind Luai. And then he's got to kind of hope that Sullivan and Fainu don't take off. And I think one of them is going to take off this year. I, I think so too. I can't tell so you I think one. I don't There's think, no I think Galvin, it, like, he's a Western Sydney boy. Yep. Penrith, I mean, not really. it's not, it's yeah. not that close to Gambletown, <laughs> yeah. but like, yeah. you know what, the city's probably closer than <laughs> Penrith, isn't it? But regardless, yeah. it's Western Sydney, so I'll make that link. Uh, I don't think it'd be too much of a change change up mm-hmm. to his life. It's not like he's going to Brisbane or anything like that. Yep. So yeah, I think Lockie Gavin could be another, another well, target. There's all already rumours that he was requesting out after we signed Latu and Bud. I would be too. So like just not not because like the Tigers haven't treated him well or anything. I know absolutely nothing about that. But it just seems to me like it's going to be very difficult for him to get a shot at first grade anytime soon. Yeah. Unless both Fainu and Sullivan crash, Which crash and burn. I don't. I think you're gonna hit on one of them. Yeah. I I think you'll hit on one of them. Um. Yeah, it's an interesting point. Look, off the top of my head, my thoughts kind of went straight to tomorrow, man. Oh. Um, okay. Yeah. No, I like that. Has been at Penrith before. You only have to bring him in for one or two years while you let Cole. Nah, I really like other that. Other people. I like come that along. My ones. Now that they've brought Harris Tavita back and Metcalf looks yep. like a stud last year, I think Harris Tavita will end up being that seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think Metcalf will take off next year with one last year of SJ. Um, I think Tamara Martin coming off contract at the end of this year. I think he fits really nice. I think he would slot yep. right in. Left-sided now, half. I has a very similar game to Luai. Yep. Now... I'm talking similar in play style, not yes. as in their level yes. of play. I just think he's a perfect fit. Put in a shift in big minutes as well. And yep. I know we always say at the Penrith system, like it's it's just a system, it's culture, whatever. But like I genuinely think he'd fit into that team very nicely. Yeah. I think he's a great fit. 
Yeah. Um, what was I going to point out? Yeah, I was looking at guys around the kind of 400k mark that, that yeah, kind of area I, I feel like you could get Tamari Martin on something like that especially oh, yeah. Penrith because otherwise so. he can be sitting in reserve grade I feel like at the Warriors um, yeah because I, I think they've got about 850 900 cat room but yeah. I think they'll use I think they'll be smart and they'll use some of that to re-sign some of these other guys maybe upgrade their contract a little bit yep like your Taruvas possibly so if they get someone for around that range or if they just you know look to Laurie or Jack Cole I think that'll be probably their best option. I don't think you try and give like a did and the whole rest of your salary. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think tomorrow Martin is probably the one that makes the most sense for me. Um, I do think Galvin's very likely, mm-hmm. however, but he has been extended for quite a while, or for another two years. I think he got an extension. He's well, only just been do, put into the top. Do you think it's going to mean too much? Do I? I said what? Like, if you got Lockie Galvin trying to kick up a stink at the Tigers, do you think Benji will just go, all right, you can go, mate? I don't know. I don't think so. Because they're trying to kind of make him into a back rower as well because he is quite a big okay. frame. All right. So I don't know necessarily so he's if... he's fine with that. Yeah. So if he is okay with that, then I would see him staying. Um, But, yeah, who are your other options, sorry? Uh, Dejan Arcee. Uh, Jonah Pezzett. Yeah. Pretty standard, like, just looking for the best halves that you could maybe get on. Yeah. Decent coin, given the fact that you're Penrith. Mm. Yeah. I, I like all those options. I think I, Pezzett's tough. I, I think just he's, don't think, I think he's, he's gettable, a, though. I, I just don't think he's getting a spot. I think Some of these gettable. Melbourne guys that just don't fit into the team and not getting a spot for a while, they just want to stay. Yeah. Um, Dejan Arcee, I feel like it's very gettable because I, I think he's a quality, quality player. Like maybe not a top five half, but yep. you know what I'm saying? He's, he's decent enough. Yeah. And I don't think he's getting a spot at Parramatta either. Yeah, I do agree. So the, the, those were the type of guys I was looking at, but I really do like tomorrow Martin. Yeah. As an option. I think him, I was thinking about Gamble. I don't know the likelihood Gamble leaves, but let, like, cause you got to think of every scenario, right? And it's like, what if Cogger does come in, takes over? Gamble's just gone, yeah. And Gamble's like, Gamble's gonna look to go, yeah, because he's proven this year he's a starting half, and he's like twenty eight now. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have you know long left to be that cemented starting half. Um, the only issue is he is a right side dominant player now. I don't know. I don't know whether he could come in and do really well on that left side. We don't. We don't know. I think being in Penrith, he'd be all right, but um. Yeah, I mean, you got to look at those kind of options. That's also why Tamari Martin fits really nice. Yeah, I think Tamari Martin's probably the best yeah. option that you could use to replace the Y. Um, just any other options in general? I mean, I don't really know. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. I think they have limited cap space. They're probably just going to focus a lot on retention. Yeah, I think so. I think that'd be the smartest move. And I think just and getting a, getting an ex- juniors up. yeah getting an experienced six in to kind of take over that time while you know they develop Cole and yeah. possibly Laurie. Okay. I think that's probably your best option. Fair call. All right, let's get into the predict. Well, your best seventeen. My best seventeen is okay. yours. A predicted or a best seventeen at the moment? <sighs> it's it's mine's a bit of both. what I would do. Yeah, mine's I, a bit I, of both. Yeah, I usually don't genuinely go with what I predict they're gonna do. Yeah. But kick us off. Fullback Dylan Edwards, shock horror. Yep, I got him. Wingers Taruva and Tor. Yep. Centers Isaac Tungo yep. and Talon May. Yep. Well, this is for this year, so this is no fun. Six Jerome Luai. Yep. Seven Nathan Cleary. Yep. Twenty twenty five. I think it's gonna be Cole. Yep. But now that you brought the Laurie thing to my attention, I, I genuinely think it'll just be. Like, no messing around. Oh, we're trying to develop Cole. I think it'll just be whoever's playing playing better footy. Yeah. In, like, reserve grade, whoever has a better preseason, they'll get the spot first and they'll compete for it. Mm-hmm. Um, Leota and Fisher-Harris props. Yep. Mitch Kenny, nine. Yep. Scott Sorensen and Liam Martin, second row. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Yo, yep. 13. Mm-hmm. 14. I think this is the, probably the most interesting spot in the team to talk about. 
I feel like I know who you're going to go, but I've gone Brad Schneider. I've got Dane Laurie. Yeah, I, th- I thought you would. The reason I've gone Schneider, Schneider is... Schneider was definitely my other option, but... He's already he's already said he's kind of going through a little positional change yep. into nine. And I, I don't know that they're going to put a put a fullback half, half on the bench. So that's mm. the only reason I've got Schneider. Apparently, Schneider's been playing good in the Super League. I'm not going to sit here and act like I watch the Super League yep. every day of my life, but... Apparently, he's been doing well there. And, yeah, I, I think he's got potential as a player as well. I Yeah, I agree. I do right, agree, yeah. Uh, so, my first, first bench prop is Paul Alamotti. What? Oh, I'm joking. Lindsay Smith. Oh, my days. Yeah, I've got <laughs> Lindsay Smith, too. Um, okay, now this is where it gets interesting. I've got Liam Henry. Yep, so do I. And I've got Harrison Hassett. I don't have Harrison Hassett. I don't think it's going to happen, but I'd like to see I have it. Luke Garner. Yeah. I'd say that's probably the most most logical you, option. Because I don't think you can be, bring three inexperienced props onto the bench. Yeah. Well, three inexperienced forwards, sorry. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna make that point after. It's a very That's two like that's two debutants yeah, on the bench. With Brad Schneider that's 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 a combined probably thirty games of first grade on your bench. Yeah. Maybe sixty or something. do, do you go Garner? Yeah. Okay. I think you do. Alright. He was there in the grand final, mate. That's all I'm going off. He yeah. was on that bench. He Predicted. Got picked I'm going Luke Garner. Yeah. And I, I, I think they I Garner, think yeah. this is the time to bring Liam Henry in. They've signed uh, him to the I, end I of twenty twenty six. Um I'm not entirely sure how good his cup year was, but um it's either that or like an is Eisenhuth there? It's either that or like an Yeah, Eisenhuth I had Eisenhuth or, originally and then I was like, mm, I'll probably give it to Liam Henry. Or off a bench, like yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. I'm not off the bench, to be honest. All right, 2024 awards MVP. I, I, I got Cleary again. I went Cleary again. The, I don't think... I think I can probably put win the that next, down for the next five years. He'll probably win the next ten, I was going to say. Apart from, yeah, apart from, barring an injury, he'll he'll, be, he'll always be their most valuable player. Yep. Almost until he retires. Yep. Most improved. I've gone Lindsay Smith. Okay. Because I think, think with Len you not being there, he's that name. He's that guy off the bench. Yep. And I think he'll be a lot more recognised and he'll have a bigger workload. Uh, he'll be required to do a lot more. And I just think he'll he'll just explode. I reckon he could almost be an origin forward off the bench. See, I think he'll be that good. For that reason, I've put him as a breakout year player. Yep, that's fair enough. So similar kind of thing um, for, for most of those same reasons. Yep. And you know, the way, with how Michael Maguire plays... If Lindsay Smith puts in that type of year, I would not be surprised yeah. if he's in contention. Yeah, I hundred percent. I might be slightly surprised if he's picked, but I, I if his I, name's tossed around, I would not be yes. surprised. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. I think Matt, well, we need to do a state of origin prediction here because I think the team's gonna be ripped apart. Yeah, well, Michael McGuire came out and said I'm picking on form. I want to pick the players who are playing the best. I don't want to pick. Names. I don't want to pick this and that. Yep. Who was playing the best at the time? Speaking of that, Turbo's already said if I'm picked, I'm playing. And he's also said I'm fullback. For Manly. Yeah, I know. So, So, dreams dead. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Doesn't Uh, matter. Kohler on the left. That's fine. So the ball more. You've gone who for MIP? Isaac Tungo. Okay, so we got ours mixed around. Oh, okay. So I went Tungo. I think. I think he was on track to have a MIP caliber season, and then he did his pack like three times. Yes, yeah. missed, missed a lot of games. Uh, I think he really showed, like, not showed, but like kind of reminded everyone of what he was doing the year before that mm. with Taylor May. Um, I just, I just think I wouldn't put all of it down to him, but I think a lot of Taruva's season as well was to do with Tungo. Uh, I think he's got a little bit of work to do defensively. I think he'll work on that. Uh, he played wing some games. He played on the opposite edge. Like They moved him around. He seemed all right with that. Yep. Um, didn't drop his standard of footy, I don't think. So, yeah, I, I think he'll come out and do, do the exact same again because I've been high on Tungo since he's coming off the bench. Yeah. So, I, I'm going I'm to keep backing him. Yeah, well, he's my breakout player. I think with Stephen Crichton gone, he's going to be that real strike option now. Um, and I think there's a lot more weight on his shoulders. Hopefully he's recovered well and he's rehabbed well over the off-season. Um, I just think he's going to have a huge year. Again, like we're saying with Michael Maguire, I think he could be a name that's thrown around for yeah. for origin spot. 
I, I think he started really well last year too. And he had a couple games where he was like the best player in the field by a mile. Yep. Um, but yeah, as you said, injuries kept him out. He was a little bit inconsistent, switching sides with Critter. There was a lot of things that were thrown into the mix which kind of affect, affected the way he was playing and his consistency and his probably his comfort too. Um, and yeah, obviously the injuries definitely kept him out, hurt his form a little bit. But yeah, for me, I think I think he'll break out. He'll be a real star this year. It seems like that every year, like Penrith will lose a player and then someone else will step up and be that star. So I think they'll lose Critter and he'll come in and he'll be that star. Yep, that's a fair point. Um, just, just on Isaac Tonga, just inter- interesting fact. Apparently he still has a flip phone. Yeah, I heard about that. And uh, yeah, he didn't he didn't get surgery on his pet because he doesn't believe in surgery, apparently. I heard about the flip phone. Uh, I think he said like if he wants to get off social media and stuff, he uses his flip phone. Oh, or okay. Because otherwise, I don't know how he's posting on social media, <laughs> but I'm not sure. From I'm the sure. from the McDonald's ice cream machine, you seen those posts? What? Like the Twitter things where it's like posted from at the bottom. It's like McDonald's oh, can I do that? I've never seen that. You never seen that? No. Wow. Okay. Anyway, once to watch. I went Brad Schneider. I went Dane Laurie. And I think it'd be for similar reasons, right? Yeah. Well, they got to make their mark. They got one year, pretty much. I know Schneider signed for two. But he's pretty much got one year. Mate, I think he's got a few games. I think he's got a year. I, I think if he has a few shockers at the start, they'll change their 14. They'll be like, all right, Peach, back. Laurie, yeah, well, in. in. Yeah. yeah. I, I genuinely think he's got a... Like, whoever whoever is starting 14 round one has to make an impact almost immediately. Yeah. I, 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 do, I do agree with you. Um, I think Dane Laurie just coming back into the Premier system would be a b- bit more comfortable because um, he already kind of knows his way around the joint. He won a few player of the years in the younger grades. Um, was actually quite highly wrapped by Gus Gould. Gus Gould is very keen on him. As always said, he's been a 5'8 too. So I think yep. during the origin periods, especially if Luai is selected or if Luai is you know injured, whatever it may be, suspended... If Luai's out of that team, I think Luai uh, Laurie. Laurie comes in. Too many L's. Um, I think Laurie comes in. I think he's a very interesting prospect to in, uh, watch this year because in 2021, he was looked at as like the Tigers' cornerstone kind of fullback. Like yep. He will be there for a long time. 2022, he dipped in form a little bit. Um, 23, he came out at the start of the year against the Titans. Wasn't the greatest against the Knights wasn't the greatest his stats were outstanding but himself he just looked a bit out of place they shifted him back to reserve grade Dewey was at fullback for a bit Staines was at fullback for a bit eventually it was Buller and he was never getting back in once Buller came in yep um but I think he's got a point to prove probably a bit of a chip on his shoulder and I think yeah I still think there's a lot of spark left in him because he managed to pull a very poor Tigers team out of a very bad spot yep I think he's uh Back to where, like he he probably that wanted that to be stint that he had at six at the end of the year was amazing. He yeah. was outstanding. And like like I mean, I think he pro- if he had the choice, he'd probably stay at Penrith for the rest of his career, and he probably would have stayed at Penrith if he was going to get games. Yeah, I agree, I, and I wouldn't blame him. Yeah. Like if if anyone in our club said I want to go to Penrith because we're going to start a fullback, I'd be like, well, listen, that sucks because we're probably going to win the spoon again. But not me, and bro, I don't blame you. Yeah, like grew up there. All this kind of stuff. Apparently went to jail there. Oh, Go that ahead. was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Grew like, up there, came through the jealous. system. Mates with half of them. Oh, like, they all seem to be leaving. But anyway, yeah, um, I, I think he, I think he's back where like he can play his best football. Yeah. Both, both like in the right mental space and like because their system's just insane. Yeah. All right. I just want to quickly touch a bit more on the Luai situation. Now, did you see the video that I sent you on Instagram? A no. recorded video? No. Go have a look at that. Let's take a look at this. Am I playing it for, for everybody? From Strictly Footy or from you? Uh, I sent it to you directly. Uh, okay. Let me let me look at this. And I'm not, I'm not playing it? To... Uh, don't play it. Don't play the audio because I don't know what it's going to sound like. Oh, no. You kind of have to play the audio. Alright. Just turn your mic off and then watch it and I'll just... Okay. Talk as you watch it because I think the audio is a bit scuffed. But um, yeah, I sent Joe this video I saw on Twitter yesterday, and he's gonna watch it now, obviously. And I won't, I won't probably talk too loud while he watches this. 
But I'm um, pretty much the video is just Channel Nine outside of the Penrith training facility, and um, yeah, it shows you Luai basically telling the team that he's gone. Um, look, I I I think he's signed for Tigers, but. I don't think that's proof that, like, he was telling... Like, he could have just said, oh, I'm planning on re-signing. And then they would yeah. go, yeah! Yeah. So, like, I don't know if that's proof, but, like, I genuinely think he has. But the I feel like he would have come out in his story and been like... Because he said, no pen to paper yet. Or something so, like that. So, yeah. So, that's what I'm getting He didn't to. say, nah, this is false. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm happy where I am. He didn't say any of that. So, yeah. I think he has... And it was also really good to see, like, no one was disappointed. They're all happy for him. He got his bag. Mm. All giving so, him handshakes. No bad blood. So this this is from Michael Chamis on Twitter, who was the one that broke the story. And interesting enough, I haven't seen anyone like Brent Reed or anyone break a story about this. Um, now, they've probably reported on the story. So here, Brent Reed a, a day ago said... Regarding Tigers and Luai, yes, they are now strong favourites to get in, but nothing has been signed and Bulldogs have been told they are still in with a hope. Now, I don't think the Bulldogs are in with a hope because for for this whole thing to come about, he has to have told Penrith that he has the intent to sign with the Tigers, right? Um, so, going to Michael Chamis, who broke the initial story. Actually, shout out Mix, Mix RL on Instagram. Mick bomb. Big Mick Bomb dropped Friday night. I just came out of Willy Wonka. And uh, Jared's texting me, Lua is a tiger, Lua is a tiger. I was like, what? I haven't even seen anything. And then she said, I will delete my Instagram if this is not true. Next day, Chamus breaks this story. So the initial... Well, she's... Hmm? Been very, very accurate, especially yes. recently. We, and we, we were bagging her for a while. Back, yeah. yeah, but even back like when, when the whole Moses thing was happening with the Tigers, everyone was like, oh, he's going to sign with the Tigers. And, he's gonna, and she backed the whole time. She's like, no, he signed with Parramatta. The announcement just hasn't come yet for whatever reason. Yeah. And it ended up being correct. So, yes. very, very reputable. Shout out, Mick. Sorry, go follow up. Um, so, the initial tweet from Chamis was, Jerome Luai has agreed to a deal. Keyword, agreed. To a deal with the West Tigers worth more than $6 million over five years. Right? Doesn't say verbally, doesn't say... Doesn't say he signed. He yeah. says he's agreed. Right? So, he said, under the NRL's new rules, Jerome has to notify exactly. Penrith of his intent to accept Tigers' deal. Yep. They now have 10 days to convince him to stay. Luai also has the right to pull out of the deal. And they're not they're not going to convince him to stay. I'll tell you why. I'll tell mm-hmm. you why. Yep. Because he's got his money at the, the yep. Tigers. Yep. Right? Penrith knew that the Tigers were going to offer him 1.2, 1.1. And they still didn't up their offer. Yeah. So, it's literally just like they're, they're waiting so like the rule is done. Yes. But I don't, I don't think Penrith are actually sitting there going, oh, no, 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 we're going to offer you 1.1 now. I don't think that's how it's going to work. So, Chamis also clarified in a tweet after, uh, Jerome Luai this morning told his teammates that he was leaving Penrith, also told them that he was going to the Tigers. As Luai posted on social, no pen to paper yet. Bulldogs still holding out hope. New 10-day cooling-off period leaves all options on the table for the next fortnight. Jerome, once all paperwork is lodged to register his intent to sign, also has 10 days to pull out of Tigers' offer. Oh, so it's 20, all up? No. Or is it It's the, the same, same 10, 10 days. Okay. If he does, it would allow him to re-enter free agency. So yeah, basically, okay. this 10-day cooling-off period is that Penrith have a chance to get convince him to stay, and Luai has a chance to rethink his decision. I almost think this whole rule is just... Well, he would have been thinking about it for ages. He's been sitting mm. on it for ages, so I don't think he's going to pull out of it just randomly. Yeah. But I think this well, whole situation is almost being blown up just so the whole 10-day thing can be... Yeah, like stamped. A thi- yeah, stamped. Well, that's the thing. I think he's a tiger. Like, I'm 99.9% sure he's a tiger. Mm. Um, I just know as a Tigers fan, we've seen this before. Latrell Mitchell, apparently he had signed and then I said, saw that. no, I don't want to go. Wasn't that like 1.5 mil a yeah. year as well? Yeah. Crazy. Um, but, so I think the Bulldogs, of course, are holding out hope that he backflips. They're not, they're, they're holding out hope that he backflips on the deal after the cooling off period. I don't think they have any hope that he might still agree to their offer. Because Luai has to go to the Penrith Panthers and say, I'm ready to accept this offer from this club. Yep. He can't just say, I'm ready to accept a different offer. I'm ready to accept an offer from the Tigers. Your 10-day period starts now. Now, Penrith, if they can't find the cap to work... Now, I reckon this could come out Monday or Tuesday that they've waived that 10-day period. Because I don't, obviously, it's Saturday and Sunday. They're probably not going to be yep. 
on top of everything Sunday and Sunday. Um, I think Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I reckon the next few days for the next week, uh, this will start gaining a bit more traction about Penrith potentially waiving that 10-day calling period. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think, I also think that Luai wouldn't just accept this offer to go and get Penrith to reconfigure their offer. He would have given them chance upon chance upon chance. They've had much longer than this 10-day period to reconfigure their offer. Let's be 100% honest. If you're Jerome Luai and your team's offering you like 850, whatever the number was, and then as soon as you sign somewhere else, now suddenly they have more cap from out of nowhere that they can give you? It shows they never... They, yeah, they, would you, they would you want to re-sign them? Yeah. They Even though they're offering you the money, would you be like, you told me 850 was the max, you can give yeah. me... But now, now, because I'm putting pressure on you, yeah. now you've got the money. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Penrith have been saying they've been do- uh, people have been saying Penrith have been doing so well at protecting their brand. I actually don't think they have. I think they've, they've ruined it, taken a bit of a hit. But um, they didn't need to come out and so, blast Law like they did. So of course, good yes. old Brian Fletcher. <laughs> Number the, the Brian Fletcher the second. Uh, now I'm not going to say whether I think Luai will sign or not yet because I don't want to put the jinx on the mock on or anything. Uh, just a very interesting situation to follow along. Now, Chamis has gone on TV, has gone publicly, has been all over this story. He's the one that's saying Lua has agreed to the Tigers. Yep. All right. A lot of other journalists will spin it and say he hasn't signed. He hasn't signed. Bulldogs got hope. Bulldogs are still in the race. For this whole thing to come about, the Penrith Panthers would have had to be notified that Jerome Lua has told them he yes. is intending on signing with the Tigers. Yes. That's what I want people to understand. He can't, again, I'll reiterate it, he can't just go to the Panthers and say, I'm about to accept an offer, not disclose the team or nothing. It has to be a specific offer with specific details to give Penrith a chance to present yep. their rebuttal. So, yes, what Chamis has said technically is a, is right. Jerome Lewis has agreed, verbally probably, to a deal with the Tigers worth more than $6 million over five years. The other thing I don't understand is... I was talking to Doggies fans at a pub yesterday. I was telling you about this. Yeah. And they're spot on. Lord, is Lord and Burton going to work? That's I don't think that would work. You wouldn't, they you didn't wouldn't think it, it would work. I, w- I, I don't w- understand why the Doggies are going for Lua and then pulled up for Noah Blake when they've got no forwards. That's the thing. I I just... I don't understand that move at all. I, I think... Because if you're bringing Lua into the Tigers, right? You're playing with Finu and you're playing with Sullivan. Now, Sullivan... Is a primary seven. If Luai at seven isn't working, you can flip Bud straight into seven. Yep. If it's not working. Latu's also played a bit of seven. Played a bit of seven. So... Caesar's there if all goes, exactly. all goes wrong. That's what I'm saying, right? So... But I think when you bring him into the dogs... Like, I don't... I don't think their their, their combination just works. They're both left-sided right. playmakers. Yep. So, who's going to play on the right? Burton played left-center when he played Bert, center Burton's too. Burton's not going back to the centers. And I think... they got Sherry and Crichton. Yeah, exactly. Latu's a right-sided playmaker. Bud's Crichton. a right-sided playmaker. Let's say, let's say, all right. Well, then we move Crichton back to forward. Where's Tracy go? Exactly. You just, you just spent five hundred k on him. Where's he go? I don't understand it. I would have just gone for Fanua Blake because right now one of your starting props is probably not a starting prop. Yeah. Anyway, more to follow over the next couple of days. I'm sure as soon as something drops, we'll probably put something together for you. Yep. But um. I think that's if us. If something drops before before the Tuesday pod, we'll probably make the Tuesday pod all about that. Yeah, for sure. All right, are we good? Yes. All right, good. thank you for listening. Stay blessed. Again, Sunday pod, Monday morning pod, whatever you want to call it. We'll catch you next time. Much love. Peace.